for me, working with the men, it's a gift because when they go there, you can almost sense the relief they had that, you know, maybe they're like other people or maybe other people have experienced pain too. And, you know, I think that's where Christ went in his, you know, short time on earth is he went where the pain was. And we always try to tell men that the pain is actually going to be the gift. And welcome in. It's another edition of Casting Light, a podcast series from Guiding Light, stories of recovery and hope that happen right here at Guiding Light. I'm your host, Phil Tower. It's always a pleasure to be with you, and it's a pleasure to welcome back to our guest microphone, Brian Elvey, Guiding Light Program Director, a voice you've heard before on this podcast series called Casting Light. And Brian, we are here to talk about a phrase that you, uh, I've heard Actually, other people say this, a phrase that you use in working with the the men in the powerful program of recovery here, wake up and step into the unknown. Do you get credit for that? Who who gets credit for that statement, Brian LV? We watched a, a video or podcast, no, I'm sorry, a um, TED Talk with Simon Sinek, and his, his question that he posed to businesses was, what is your why? Why do you do what you do? And so staff got together on several occasions, and we wanted to kind of answer that question, and that's the phrase we came up with as, as a group. Really? As simple as that? As simple as that, and as broad as that, too. And that question of what is your why, as soon as you asked it, you know where my mind went? I went, what is my why? I, and I think I know my why is a whole bunch of different things. Does that stymie men sometimes? Does that really kind of set them back for a moment and they go, I've never thought about that? Well, I think it can. Um, I think it can mean different things to different people. Um, it's not uncommon for us just to kind of throw out those broad types of questions or statements and see how men kind of interpret that. I think we learn a lot more about how they think and kind of their worldview and give us a sense of kind of who they are. The phrase is wake up and step into the unknown. This is used in recovery when you have a new client in recovery. I I don't know at what point, but let's talk about that. It's kind of, if you will, break this down, unpack it, if you will. What does the phrase wake up mean in relation to a person who's going through recovery here? Well, for one thing, we want them to think about if they continue the behaviors that their life um, exhibits, especially like in the recent past or long-term past, what will their life look like down the road? And maybe take a different look at what could be different and what might that mean? Like we have one life to live, and is this really an example, at least their current situation, of how they want to be seen in this world? Is this the statement they want to make to the world? Like, I'm just going to continue these behaviors that continue to hurt family, relationships, jobs. Um, Is that how they really want to live this life? It's really a reckoning is what it comes down to, right? I I mean, because maybe they've never been asked that question before. You find that? Yeah, although I think deep down in what you might call their soul, their heart, their inner being, they seem to really kind of know that there's this pull to do things differently, yet the addiction, resistance, um, fear of change, 
whatever you want to call for each individual, I think can keep us from really wanting to take a look at what that might really mean for each person. It kind of makes them hesitate. Let's talk about stepping into the unknown. The phrase is wake up and step into the unknown. Um, I would think for a lot of these guys, when they come in through the doors here, this is the unknown. What do you mean by the, the stepping into the unknown? Well, one of the big impressions we try to make is to make anything change in your life, you've got you've to do something different. And that's that would be an action. Now, you can think differently, but for us, right off the get-go, we want to make it very clear that we expect to have certain expectations, and it starts as simply as uh, an example would be just making your bed. I've heard statistics that maybe 50%, maybe even higher of our day is kind of automated, that we're almost on you know, cruise control. And so the unknown is basically doing things differently and getting out of that comfort zone. And it may seem very strange to people listening that how could someone be comfortable with a lifestyle that creates, you know, so many difficulties in our life, but some, some of us in recovery became used to that lifestyle, like the fear of actually changing our life um, and getting out of that pattern created resistance to make that change because there was so much fear around it. So, and when men come to us, they might get comfortable with a situation after a month. So they, they kind of experience this quick, major change of the structure here, of our day-to-day stuff. And then they can be comfortable, then they can become comfortable with that too. So we kind of try to keep, keep guys doing new things through their stay with us. We're having a conversation with Brian Elvey, the Guiding Light program directors. We're talking about a phrase that's used here at Guiding Light, wake up and step into the unknown. You brought up a great point. I've heard people say, and I've heard it described that some people have so much trauma in their life, they get addicted to living in the trauma. They love the drama of the trauma, if you will. You know, it's almost like when things calm down, they're uncomfortable with the fact that they don't have a crisis, you know, a life full of crises. And that's a great point. I want to ask you about probably one of the most difficult things in the the stages of recovery, which is having men rewire their brains so they don't think the same thoughts they've thought all these years. And a lot of that, Brian, is probably really critical. They're their own internal critic, and they're just beating themselves up. You are a loser. You know this. You've never amounted to anything. Why is this going to be any different? It's that self-defeating voice in their head and that probably is a hard voice to change or behavior to change can you walk us through what that means in terms of changing behavior and maybe it's changing thought maybe maybe it's more than that yeah a few things come to my mind when when you ask that question um you know one thing we might not say this directly to men although i know occasions we do that they all have an inherent dignity um, as human beings, we all have, we, we deserve what all human beings deserve, and that's the dignity that we were born into, God's creation. And we want men mm-hmm. to get a sense of that. Um, now, at the same time, that doesn't mean that if we see something or have a, need to have a conversation that can be difficult, that that can happen too. But at the root, we are, we are all human beings, and we all have that inherent dignity that God gave us. So we want men to know that. And one of our focus points that kind of hits at that is is self-compassion. The thinking part you mentioned is the first step we usually talk about that, about that is becoming aware of our thoughts. 
a lot of us, like I said earlier, are we just react. We aren't even aware of the thought process that happens be, um, before our reaction to something. So we really try to slow men down. So if we get somebody that's a talks a lot or a very fast talker, we might say, could you summarize that in just one or two sentences for us instead of maybe a, a five-minute monologue? And mm-hmm. that, they can look at you, literally look at you and say, no one has ever asked me to do that before. Like maybe no one's ever even noticed how they speak or maybe, you know, given them any type of reflection on how they interpret or the perception they get from them speaking. So the big step is are they even aware of the patterns of behavior or thinking that they have? Are the men that go through the recovery programs here at Guiding Light, are they asked to focus on one thing or do they focus on several things? Because focus is an important thing. And in, in fact, you mentioned that with Simon Sinek. How is that focus important, and what do you center on in terms of focus and attention for men? Well, each week we we have a focus point that the men are focused on directly. So we'll have um, two classes that week that focus on that topic. Um, this week is self awareness, so you know that's our concentration point. But each man is working on things individually. So with a, a life coach, with a spiritual director they will bring something to them that they are working on specifically for that person. And so, again, that, that can be very um, personal, right? It's not, it's, it's, they're having time with someone, they're able to speak, uh, be heard, and that can be a gift in and of itself, is just to have someone there listening to them and be present with them and give them a chance to speak. This is a tough one, but when it comes to focusing on the pain and that pain is on multiple levels, pain of realizing they, they are powerless to an, an addiction, pain of realizing the, the loss and the grief of losing a family or a wife or a job. How do you get them to focus on getting inside their gut, their heart, and that pain? I mean, there are a lot of men who don't want to go there. Is that the hardest yeah. thing? It's a tough question because it's almost like you can sense the person's been looking for a space to go there. It's like just just kind of allowing that to happen. I mean, for me, working with the men, it's a gift because uh, when they go there, you can almost sense the relief they had that, you know, maybe they're like other people or maybe other people have experienced pain too. And, you know, I think that's where Christ went in his, you know, short time on earth is he went where the pain was. And we always try to tell men that the pain is actually going to be the gift. It's the gift they can give away in relating to other people, Mm -hmm. in relationships. And that vulnerability to share what's really on their heart takes courage that most people in their lifetime don't step into. Yeah, that's a great point. It increases their em- empathy muscle uh, exponentially and it really almost becomes a, a sense of pride it's it's uh, the recovery and as the phrase goes there's much gain working through the pain and, and coming out of that on, on the <laughs> other side if you are curious about how this program of recovery works here at guiding light and a lot of people are in fact I, i've talked to other men who've gone through the program here and worked the front desk, and I know Michael shared this, there are a lot of people who will call and say, you know, I, I heard about your 
recovery program. Tell me about it, or they're surprised it's free. Uh, you, of course, would be a great resource for that. You can reach out to Brian directly at 616-451-0236. He's extension 16. Or you can email Brian. That's B as in boy, L-V-E-L-V-E at guidinglightworks.org. B as in Brian or boy, E-L-V-E at guidinglightworks.org. Somebody listening to us right now and maybe is that person who wants to pick up the phone or is hesitant to to because it's about them or it's about a family member or a child. What would you say to them right now, Brian? Man, take that first step. Um, I know it takes a lot of courage, but it, it, it is... Again, going back to that, that phrase, wake up and step into the unknown, it, if that pattern keeps continuing, what does the future hold for that person or that loved one or yourself? So pick up that phone and ask for help. It's kind of the hardest thing. Maybe Most of these guys say it's one of the hardest things they've done is to ask for the help. But I bet the level of people who regret it is probably next to zero. Hopefully, yeah. yes. Indeed. Thank you, Brian. Yes, you're welcome. Brian Elvey, the program director here at Guiding Light, uh, was a great story of what it means to wake up and step into the unknown. It's part of the process of recovery here at Guiding Light. He's been our guest on this episode of Casting Light, a podcast from Guiding Light. <laughs>